Welcome back, Borderline Raptors. Next episode coming up. Kitch, Deno, and Kitch, an, an elaborate Kitch today during the uh, What Drives You Crazy in AOB segment. We go, uh, that, uh, that we got rambling there on that one. But actually, you know, it might be the best part of the pod. But uh, I actually don't think it is. I think the, uh, the conversation around what's going on in the NBA uh, which takes up the first uh, first chunk of our of our day uh, is pretty good. It's just dissecting all the craziness that happened uh, in the last couple of days, last forty eight hours with CP three, the Kawhi injury, the blowing of major leads uh, by Philadelphia. Uh, you know, it's just it's yeah, it's a it's a crazy time, and who knows where this is uh, going to end up? I mean, we're 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 staring at a Phoenix Atlanta. NBA finals potentially. So uh, lots of good stuff. Like I said, followed by uh, some gambling uh, segments, Kitch's uh, next uh, guarantee of cracking the code on, on how to gamble and never lose money uh, involves uh, European soccer. Uh, so that, that, and then uh, what drives an AOB. So uh, and also with a little bit of Raptors talk at the beginning, a little Messiah update uh, and a potential trade update. So uh, here we go. Coming up, Kitch, Deno. Leave that shit to Deno. Michael, Deno me. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, you know what? I'm glad you two are excited about this. That makes two of the three. That makes two of the three. Uh, all right, boys, listen, uh, where to start? We were just were preambling about our uh, our wagering uh, activity from last night, which we'll get to in a minute. And we'll get, we'll roll. I mean, obviously, it's much more relevant what's going on uh, in the NBA world as opposed to the Raptor world. But let's just quickly. Um, Raptors news, uh, Deno, you pointed out earlier this week, which I saw, but Siakam, not ready for the season. Do we care? We care. <laughs> of course we care. He's our number one scorer. Of course we care. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure I care. Not sure I care. <laughs> you are, Bird, he's he's sticking around now, buddy. You don't you don't trade a an tough asset like of, that when he's kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah, tough to get rid of damaged goods. Trust me. I know. Uh, you know? Yeah. All right. I guess it must have been one of those things, right? Where they were just uh, trying to see if it could get better on its own. And then yeah. said, screw. but I, you know, I never understand that strategy, especially in the off season like that. Just get it done. Especially right after away. the shit we've been right doing. away. Just get it yeah. done. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Let's go. If surgery a month, like a month before the season ended, he could have done it. Like we didn't need yeah, like he was month. like all, all those guys were golfing and stuff. Why don't they go, just go get surgery instead of golfing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, I think you answered your own question there. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they want to yeah. golf. Because they want to go. <laughs> That's Lowry's fault. That's Lowry's fault. You know what? Maybe he heard it golfing. Probably not. <laughs> so I, I have right. heard, I've heard oh, from, yeah. a, from a very, very, re- very reliable source. A trusted source? A trusted uh, yeah, source? a trusted source. Yeah, okay. I cannot really reveal his name, but it was a trusted source. Okay. And they are shopping Siakam like, like no other. They are throwing him out Ooh. there. And they are also, they are also, Considering packaging Siakam with OG and, and moving them both as a package. Yeah. No. Fucking right. Not my OG. You know what? It, no, we got Boucher. We got Boucher. We're okay. <laughs> do you see how many uh do you see how many votes OG got for the uh all defensive team? He did get some votes. A couple. He, he got he got votes at least. I mean. he, you're, 
Wow. Bert. I'm surprised you got bullets. I, I know I did. Okay, but he was well, nowhere okay, near making it. No, but Bart, okay. This <laughs> just makes no sense. They only have like how many how many players? There's ten players they pick, and his name's mentioned, and he's on a vote. Like that means he's a good defensive player. Like like Bert, there's thirty like thirty teams. There's only ten people. Like okay, Jesus. All right, we can't no we can't keep doing this. We can't keep. No, doing you this make no week. sense. After the review but, I got from after the review I got from Brock last week in our pod, we can't keep doing this. We got to move off the okay, energy Okay. okay. Done. <laughs> However, but, but I am okay. So, but next week, let's do this. I, uh, because that's interesting news, Kitch. I, I'd not heard. I mean, listen, I think I said before, I believe that they should shop them, uh, trade them, do whatever you can with, with, with respect to Siakam. But what, here's what we're going to do next week. I'm going to come in with a Siakam, tr- uh, I'm going to come with three or four trade scenarios and I'll let you guys react to them. And I will do the research on legitimate, like, I think this could work. And no. you guys can let me know what you think. But yeah, no, listen, no, I, can't, hope can't, I hope you're right. We can't right. do that next week. We got to do that too. Next week, we have to do the NBA draft. We got to do it next week. Oh, uh, we can do both. That's, that's a little more time sensitive. That's a little right, more time we'll sensitive. Figure. It's coming. All right. But the SACM trade, the SACM trade uh, scenarios are coming. Okay, all right. good. Uh, all right. We can uh, attest to you. I went and did a little research today. The Maasai Ujuri end of season um, news conference was uh, May 18th. We are now, what, June 15th? 16th, mm-hmm. 17th. We're a month. We're a month later, and he was sort of saying two to three weeks. Uh, right? We've heard boo, right? Anybody concerned? That's not. That's not good news. It's kind of like Bart. I know you're a big sales guy. When, when they keep pushing the data, it's say, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good." That's fucking, not a good sign. Right. It's not a good you know sign. What? When they when they go quiet every time then, I every time I hold a sales meeting every time I hold a sales meeting these guys are like, "Oh yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We're good." When was the last time you talked to them? Uh, eight weeks ago. Yeah, we're not good. <laughs> yeah. We're not. They go quiet, and then that that lawyer comes with the documents at your door and passes them like that. So the quietness she comes for that. So yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I think there. Is, I think there's going to be a breakup. You've seen um, a few coaching changes in the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you'll see a few management changes in the NBA. He's going to have options, obviously. So I don't know. I'm still. I'm still anti. Well, I'm not anti. I would like Masai to come back, but I. I think we're. I think we're heading in the wrong direction there. So the, we'll do that. We'll do the Maasai watch each week now too to see where if we. Uh, Kitchen, do you have any intel on that, or is your intel only on uh, potential trades? It's only on potential trades. Only got only got that much information. I got to work it slowly. So are you now? Yeah. Kitch, are you now Elliot Friedman? Are you yeah, our insider? Like, I'm a little bit. I have found an avenue through a guy that puts me as an insider. So now I am a bit of an insider. Yes. yes wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> sure that'll. Yeah. And Kitch, Kitch, for the record, your like your insider is it's not Bart, is it? It's not Bart, right? Would, it, no, it's not. It's definitely not Bart. It's definitely okay, he's good, a little more informed than Bart. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, a little more bipartisan. You know bipartisan. Go play the tapes. Go play the tapes. I'm the one who said we're trading Siakam this offseason, didn't I? You I did. did you I? did. I could yeah. Yeah. You did. I did. Yeah. Totally did. Totally did. Yeah. Uh, listen, when you don't, we'll leave it on this. But when you, um, when you get in that kind of argument with your coach who has. Mm-hmm the hand right nurse holds the hand in that relationship he's got the hand he's all hand he's he's phil jackson right i mean mm-hmm. you you do, that's not that's not tenable right i'm yep. sure nurse wants him gone so there you go he's out of there uh, all right listen let's uh let's jump into the world of nba playoffs that just sort of rocked our world yesterday what a what an exciting day of basketball and basketball news yesterday but let's start with the big game of the day kitch i know you uh you had to listen to it you couldn't watch it because you were visiting um your loved ones in the greater in the greater peterborough area yesterday but atlanta philly i mean so to put it in context 
Stover and I were talking uh, at halftime or texting at halftime, and he made some comment like, does that mean we all should bet Atlanta right now? And of course, we chickened <laughs> out. We didn't do it. Uh, but we totally should have. Oh, I don't even know. What, oh, I don't know what those odds would have been, but it would have been twenty to oh, one ish. It would have been oh, twenty yeah. to one ish. Oh yeah, uh, it would have been a great, great little payday. Yeah, they were down twenty six. Um, twenty six yeah. points. I think. In the third, at, no, in the th- twenty two at half, and then twenty six at I think eight. But about seven. I think it was about seven fifty three is when I looked. I, I think if you checked it, Mike, if you ever do the stats on that one, it was seven fifty three. They were down twenty six in the third quarter. Correct. Wow. And then I went away from the game for a bit. Came back with five minutes left in the fourth, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. The only bucket I saw Philadelphia hit with with uh, five minutes left was that last meaningless uh, shot by by Curry with with two seconds left in the game. Yeah, it was fourteen zero. Like it was fourteen zero at the end of the game for for Atlanta. Yeah, guys, during I mean during the game during the game, um, Philadelphia ninety nine point seven percent that they're going to win. Yeah, just just based on historical stuff like that's like, that's almost a hundred percent. That's almost a hundred percent. Kit, you missed it, but producer Mike was telling us before. Um, we went on that Atlanta Philly with a lead of 25 points or more. Uh, Mike, did you say in the, in the ever is it the history of their franchise or was it the last 10 years? 25 years, not 25 years, 165 and 0 until last night. Oh, <laughs> never, uh, I know. Can you believe that? Yeah, what's, what's becoming glaringly obvious in these playoffs is if you cannot make clutch free throws, you're in trouble. Like you, like that's that's okay. Giannis in the box, and you're starting to Embiid see him with, with Embiid missing him last night, and Simmons hack of Simmons. Like that team, they're not making free throws, and guys are figuring it out how we can beat these guys. So I, yeah, I think, I think that's a bad recipe for success. Well, listen, let's let's break a couple things down in that game. Uh, who is who do you think the biggest culprit is for that loss? I mean, I think, and I'll give you the two options that I think they are. I think it's Ben Simmons, uh, three biggest culprits: Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Doc Rivers. Oh, the culprit. I, I, I didn't look at that. Yeah, when I listened to the game, I didn't find a culprit. I just found it was just, it was oh. just guys weren't making shots that they had to make in free throws and 10 footers and put back layups. Like they just, they just bricked everything down the stretch. So I can't even narrow it down to one person. I'd probably, I'd probably start with, with, with Ben Simmons. Like he didn't, he didn't do anything in the, in the second half. Um, his foul shooting, like it's been an issue. And it hasn't been rectified, and it's it just brings the whole team down too. I think, right? Like you start hacking that guy, and then all of a sudden, team's going, "Oh my god, he's going to miss again!" And then they're probably saying, "Hey, come on, man, you can do it." Four for fourteen. Like you can't, you can't do that in the NBA. You can't do it. Well, okay, so I I'm going to go with uh, Doc Rivers as, as the number one reason why they lost that game. But I mean, obviously, there's a trickle down effect. But mm-hmm. think about that. Don't it, four for fourteen is one thing, but to have zero or very limited impact on the rest of the game. It's not like he went out and got twenty rebounds. He wasn't yeah. great defensively last well. night, and he looks he looks terrified on offense. Like he's not he's not being aggressive at all. And that's where I blame Rivers. It's like Rivers has got to deal with him in one way or another and say, "Listen, who gives a shit about your free throw? Get to the line fifty times." Right, because that way yeah. I know you're going to the hoop, you're doing something, but yeah. they don't even have to think about them. They play Simmons on defense, um, like they play a guy who cannot shoot the ball at all. I mean, they're they're so yeah. far off him. He does yeah. nothing, yeah. he doesn't penetrate anymore. They don't have to think about him out there. It's really four on five offense. And then when, when they ran their offense late in the game, I mean, that's what it was. Half the time Simmons wasn't even on the court. Um, and until there was two minutes left where you can't just do that uh, automatic hack of Simmons, and they couldn't even have him on the court. I mean, no. think about that. You couldn't even have the guy on the court, and he's supposed to be. Right the bench. You know, he was an All NBA player. He was an All NBA player last year. 
not this year, but he was yeah. all uh, all NBA play last year. I mean, yeah. that's to a certain extent that is coaching. Tobias Harris was horrific last night. Again, looked terrified, and I thought their their strategy in the last four minutes coming out of timeouts was terrible. And then I thought Doc wasted a timeout uh, with I think it was twenty six. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah. need to use that timer, and then he's stuck yeah. without one when they're down three, and they've got a they've got a dribble. Like it, it just. This goes back to we're gonna get to to Budenholzer here in a minute too, but this comes back to I get the chemistry of a team is important that the head coach is responsible for sort of keeping guys like, but I think that's their role. I I think a lot of these guys do not have the strategic uh, wherewithal to run these teams uh, at the end of the game. Like I, I went, remember we and I use Gates. But Gates is probably a bad example. I think we don't want Bill Gates on the sidelines anymore. He's got too many issues. Uh, but I think you do. I think you want that CEO type who knows what the fuck they're doing, how to run an organization to be your head coach. Get all the smart guys, the the, the X and O's guys, all those guys around you as your assistant coaches. But you just manage the team and let these guys run the run the in game stuff. Because Doc can't do. It. I mean, Doc. Like honestly, Daniel, you bring it up, right? Look at last year in Clipper World. You know, they blew three yeah. one. Yeah. So I, I, I blame I blame Doc. Like, like I like these coaches who like a Steve Nash, right? Who's who's played like I, I like Doc Rivers yeah. played, you know, I don't know if he's an all yeah, I think he's an all-star actually. Like he played a long time. That's a huge advantage as a coach, right? You understand what the players are going through. But he, yeah, I, I don't know what happens to teams. Like it's as though they get a big lead and they just stick with it, or they 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 don't adapt. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but how about coach them up too, right? Like how about coach them up? Like I don't think that's happening. Producer Mike, you want to jump in here? Yeah, just real quick. Like in my humble opinion, it is Doc Rivers. I go and look at it. I'm like, no point guard has Thank ever you. missed ten free throws from the line, like ever. Like, and you got him in there. And we heard him after, I think it was game two or game three. They were like, we can't, well, he's, he's an all-star. You, you don't know the game of basketball if you want me to take him out. And then just last night, he's like, yo, maybe I got to start thinking about taking him out at the end of these games. So he's walking that back. You go and look at, like you mentioned, the Clippers, uh, his Clippers, when they blew the 3-1 lead against the Nuggets, up 16, up 19, up 12 in game five, six, and seven, lost all of them, obviously. Game four and five against Atlanta now, up 18 and up 26. And they're losing games like this. You got to call timely timeouts. You got to get the right things going on. With Joel Embiid and Seth Seth Curry, only two field, only two players on the court for the Sixers to score a field goal in the entire second half for the Sixers. That's a coaching problem. You got to be able to recognize the bleeding. I agree. That's That's a trend, right? That is a trend. Mm-hmm. You can't be losing those big leads. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen, we're in uh, in our quest for for time here today. Let's keep moving okay. because we I gotta I gotta lay into Budenholzer here in a minute. But we're gonna go to, we're gonna go Utah Clippers uh, first. Um, again, here's a team up 2-0. Now they've lost three in a row. They ruined and they ruined my hot streak. They ruined my hot betting streak that I had going. Um, but let, I mean, let's here you go. They lose Kawhi. I. I'll tell you what, I'll give Paul George a lot of credit. I'll give Ty Lu a lot of credit. Now, here's a guy maybe who can coach, but they got that team ready. They weathered the the early storm. Um, and you know, they're down five at halftime. And next thing you know, you know, they win they win the game by eight and they played pretty solid. Uh, good shooting percentage, good rotations. They got they're getting uh uh they're getting meaningful minutes from guys like Reggie Jackson from your guy, uh Morris Jr. Morris Jr. or senior? I don't know. Yeah, I can't impact senior, senior impact player. Senior impact. <laughs> impact. Impact senior. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's incredible. They, 
that they're now uh, a game away. And I, I mean, that is, that is somewhat. Now I do think Mitchell's hurt a little bit. Like I think that's, yeah. he doesn't clearly, oh, yeah. he clearly doesn't look at the guy in the, in the first two games, which obviously, but still, I mean, Clippers lost their best player and they won. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. you know, everyone's talked about Utah's depth throughout the course of the year. That's sort of I mean, they, they gotta win. They gotta win that game at home. For those that sorry, Kitch, for those that watched that game, like wasn't their first like twelve shots all threes? Like they they took fifty four threes, fifty four yeah. out of their eighty shots were threes, right? So you are when you get cold in threes, you it is disaster. When it's hot though, like that that first quarter was unbelievable. Uh, six for seven. Yeah. Bogdanovich made his first six. Yeah, yeah. it was on yeah. fire. It was awesome. Yeah. I felt yeah, great about he, my wager at that stage. <laughs> Then he finished nine for 17, which is still pretty good. It's very good. So it, it shocks me like, and I'm not a head coach, but who's going to, who's going to win this series for us. If I'm Utah and I'm looking at the, who's going to win this. They've got not quite George is going to win this series. Let somebody else try to beat you. Like, like double team George and let somebody else. It just shocks me in the NBA, how these guys, they like, they, like and we're going to get into Kevin Durant in the next one, how they cannot figure that let's let the rest of the team try to beat us and let's shut down the guy who's the only score left in the court. Cause the rest of the scorers on the court are injured. So it, that, that blew my mind and to, to allow like at George had a good game, but he had yeah. one-on-ones. He had one-on-ones for most of the game. He, like he was, he was driving by a one-on-one guy and going to the hoop. So that can happen. And it just, it, just, mm-hmm. it, it shocks me that, that, that I find, I find it's tougher to like, these guys that can create their own shots, like Durant, you actually can't shut him down because he's six eleven. Yeah. Like Paul George is six eight, right? And like again, I agree, Kitch. I think they could they could do a, a bit more, but like some of these guys, you just can't stop. Like they, they, they Durant, you can't stop because he's gonna jump and shoot a twenty eight footer with guy a guy in his face, like his yeah. His, so, but Deno, I I totally agree with that, but I think you can make it harder. Oh yeah, right. yeah, I really yeah, do you think can, you can yeah. make her. Like yeah. I'm with Kitch on this one. What I find with these NBA coaches, especially the guys that have been around a while, like the Doc Rivers, like the Quinn Snyder, they're so loath to make that in-game adjustment to do something different. I mean, that was always sort of the thing that people have talked about. Nurse, which they love about him, right? He's willing to mix it up. He's willing to try different things. He's willing to press. He's willing to go to zones. Yeah. He's willing to yeah. go box and ones. Like junkie, junkie. Shit. Like cool. yeah, yeah, whatever it is, you've got to throw yeah. curveballs at these guys. So I totally agree with you, Kitch. Like, yeah, why is Paul going? Uh, why is George going one-on-one the entire night? How do you let him get 37? Maybe he's going to get his 37 anyway, Denno. But you know what? Mm-hmm. What would what would you rather have? Would you ever, uh, George, get 37? Or would you rather have uh, Morris get 40 because you made someone yeah. else beat you? Like, I'd rather have Morris get 40. Yeah. Him oh, beat me. No, you wouldn't. But we would really like Morris to get 40. <laughs> yeah, well, we would really or, <laughs> or Terrence Mann or whoever. Yeah, I don't care. Just get the, ball, get the ball out of his hands. I, I don't know why. Um, and... I don't know why they don't, as soon as a guy like George is coming over half, why aren't you sending a second defender at him? Just even like in a, in a non-aggressive way, just have him take a few steps where he's, where he thinks the double's coming or make him pass the ball quicker. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then start, and then, and then deny the shit out of him. Yeah. Right. And then go, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play where I can see the ball. I'm going to put my, my nose in his face and wherever he goes, I go. This is why we. This is why we fired the coach of the year. This is why we fired Casey. These Absolutely. coaches that can't coach in the games. They can't make the right decision in the games, and and it's becoming a real apparent trend in the NBA this year. But you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys who believe this. But I'm telling you right now, if you put me on the sidelines for tonight's game, 
against the Nats. No, I guarantee you I win that fucking game as the head coach in the Milwaukee Bucks. I guarantee it. There's no question. I, I would do. Yeah. I would I bet a lot of money on that I, one. Actually, all right. I think, I think no, I'm telling you right now tonight for the box. I think anybody can win that game tonight for the box. I think, no, I think, they're in trouble. Yeah, not, you know what? Not unless you coach on. So let's move into this. All right. Let's move into to this. The number one issue I see in that series, and I've watched most, uh, most of it is Budenholzer, right? Doesn't change anything. His rotations are the exact same. He doesn't coach Giannis. Yeah. Doesn't coach him. Right. Nope. doesn't do anything different with him. The whole world saying, you know what? This guy shouldn't be, should never be shooting pull-up threes. Should never be doing it. Yet he continues to do it every fucking game. He took 11 threes uh, in game four, made one. Right. I don't even know what he was in game five. But when your best player is doing exactly what the other team wants you to do, mm-hmm. like that's horrible coaching on your part. Right. Like Steve Nash, I, you can see it on his face. Every time Giannis pulls up for that three, you can see him just lean over and go to, and go to his coaches going, we got him again. Yep. We got him yep. again. I can't, yep. I can't believe he just fucking did it, but we got it. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Did you see He's the, not um, coaching him. did you see the post interview with, uh, with green afterwards? So they were, they were asking about, yeah, like he got 20, 27 points, seven for eight from three. Like what was going on out there? Like why, why weren't they adjusting anything? He goes, that's what the bucks do. The bucks just get so stubborn in what they want to do to yep. win and they don't ad- and he said it right in the interview and i'm going oh my god like but it's so true he goes i had like he had the same shot like it was the same shot he had every time if you give a, a guy like green when he gets hot seven for eight yep what a pickup for well, you oh, you watch you watch their offense with five minutes left in the game too it is incredible how little passing there is in the oh, box office it was one on one it's incredible I, that was my middleton one on one everything it, yeah. It's Middleton flying in, doing whatever he thinks he's going to do to try to get the shot because they think he's the closer, which he is because Giannis isn't the closer. Um, but how about run a few plays, put Giannis in the post, like get like you got to do something. Um, they were on uh, Simmons podcast and they said Giannis as the as the pick, as the pick guy. So the so the role is when he sets the screen, his efficiency is like at thirty percent when he when he actually screens off it. Like he should never be setting a screen. He should mm-hmm. never be setting a screen and rolling. I mean, look at end of that game, right? What do they do? I think it was Middleton. It was Middleton, uh, screen and roll. And he hits Giannis wide open, by the way. Giannis would have oh. to lay up and catches that ball, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, Giannis has been terrible in close games here. Oh. I mean, and Holiday terrible. down the stretch. Like, Holiday down the stretch was forcing shots too. Like, they don't have a general. So, Holiday no. has proven that he's not that guy that, uh, that can bring the ball up and say, okay, let's set it up, boys. We got to run it. Like he's, they don't have that, that court general that comes on. And I think you're with your Giannis point. I think they got him figured out. Like we're going to get, we're going to step back, give him an open three. And if he decides not to take the three and drives, we're going to foul him and put him on the line. Cause he's only yeah, making yeah. 50% of his foul, his free throws. So like, that's an easy, well, easy solution to, to, to get, to get, the, to get. Giannis. Well, can I, I mean, I think you have to, I think we have to give all this credit to Nick nurse. I mean, he's the first guy who came up with the wall concept, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he came with that, and now every team does it. You watch Giannis; he dribbles up. If he's and by the way, Giannis should never ever have the ball at the top of the key where he's the primary. Like he's trying to start the offense, it's horrific. They put three guys back. They say, "You, we're not going to let you penetrate. Yeah. You want to pull yeah. and shoot the fifteen footer? Good luck, because he doesn't even have that in this game, right?" Um, and then, but again, I'm going to come back to buttonholes are not coaching that guy up at all. I mean, he had a broken James Harden on him on the block. Uh, last game in a crucial moment. And what does Giannis do instead of fucking just 
taking her oh, into the rack. Oh, that he does terrible. that crazy turnaround fallaway jumper that yeah, had no yeah. chance. It's like one thing if Giannis was good with that, like that was his go-to shot. And you're like, like, okay, well, he, he met, you know, if it was like the Jordan turnaround, I'd be like, yeah, okay, well, you missed that. But he doesn't and have Hard- that game. And Harden, uh, he like he 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 brushed off the help. There's a, there's, yeah. there's a help defender coming. He said, no, no, I got him. I got him. <laughs> like he knew he was doing the uh, the, I the Harden. Yeah. Harden's it, like Harden's like one of the worst defenders ever in basketball. And he's going, yeah. I got him. I got him. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so Yon says, yeah, okay, well, let me try my, let me try my new turnaround jump shot that I've just worked on two days ago. Why, why is Lopez not going underneath? They do not have a big guy. Yeah. Like, six, like they seven got, foot. They, they got guys that are six, 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 oh. seven covering Lopez and he's out by the three point line. Like that's where the coach has to go. Listen, get down on the blocks. Get your ass down the. We're gonna feed it into you. You're gonna do a simple layup over a six-five guy. Like that's just yeah. I I the second the second the, if the Bucks don't win the championship, the second they lose, that coach is gone. They are mm-hmm. going to. He is. You know what? He is. He has dug his own grave here for sure. Can I just say if you know what? If for whatever reason they fire him today, I'm on my way to Milwaukee. I'll be on the sidelines tonight. If they get rid of him today. I'll be yeah. ready to go. Can I come? Such. I know you don't listen to me, but can I be your assistant anyway? Just pretend I am. Pretend you're listening. Well, I gotta, you know, I have somebody to throw the water at. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Yeah, right. sure. Okay, I'll carry a clipboard. Oh yeah, make sure that hey, make sure my board's clean when I call the timeouts. Okay. I don't, right. don't want to be scoring no markers. I don't want to be running markers. Bart, Bart, I want to be the guy that decides when we use our coach's challenge, and then you get really mad at me when we don't get it. That's what I want to be. I want to be that the death stare. The death stare. Throw a water bottle at you. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, you would not yeah, you know what? If that was your only job, it's to tell me when to run the challenge and you fuck it up, then yeah, then we got mm-hmm. a problem. And again, you know what? I'm still amazed. Like last night in the Philadelphia game, a horrible coaches challenge. You're like, it's a clearly a foul. Oh. They're not going to overturn that. Oh. He had it his was, arm on his shoulder. Zero percent. Yeah. He's zero percent. And they're it's like, guys, this is not that hard. I'm oh telling you, God. you need a CEO running these fucking teams. No, no, you wouldn't coach. have to do anything for three and a half quarters because there's no way we'd be challenged anything in the first three and a half quarters. Oh my so. god, you know what? You yeah, you you know what? You could have twenty beers. You just have to stop drinking by with five minutes left in the fourth. Yeah. No, I right. I would I would yeah. do it the first first play of the game. I would I would challenge it and watch you go nuts. <laughs> go to the monitor. <laughs> be a fist fight. Oh, fist fight. Coaches are fist fighting now. Challenge the well, tip I'd off. Be, I'd be sure not to get beer on his yes. uh, on his player's jersey. That'd be a problem. <laughs> uh, all right, but listen, before we before we jump off this, we do need to give some props here to, to KD, who I don't think any of us really love. But my God, that oh. was a performance. Yes. That was a performance. He I is mean, the best player in the league. Like we, we've said it. He's the best player in the league. Yep. Like when, when he's right, when he's no right. No one can do that. And, no one can do that. Because down to your point, he is like, and I'll give Tucker actually some credit. I actually think Tucker's doing as much as he can as an oh, individual banging to him. try yeah. and defend him. He's yeah. doing, yeah, he's getting in his grill a little bit, but that game the other night, I mean, those pull-up threes, I mean, listen, you want to talk about the mid-range game. Oh my God. If he takes two drills and gets to the elbow, it's down. Oh, yeah. It's down. And that is unstoppable. But when you've got a wounded Harden and no Kyrie, I'll tell you what, I would have been double t- I would have said Joe and Joe Harris isn't playing well. Like it just would have been, we got to make somebody else beat us. Yeah, we have to make anything like put, gotta, put, put it, you got to put some light, like put, put, um, Tucker on him to bang him a bit and then throw Middleton on him, like throw some height on him too. So you got a guy who's contesting a little bit, like something can get up, get up. Cause the thing with Harden, he knows if he puts the ball above his head, he's got Tucker. How about people. the defensive player of the year? How about the former defensive player of the year on him? Giannis Antetokounmpo. How about yeah, that? Yeah. Let's do that. Why not that? You know, NBA doesn't Kawhi, do that. I know, but Kawhi, did, that's what Nurse did, right? Kawhi said, you know, he said, Kawhi, you're your best defender. 
you're going to give up five inches to the guy, but you're going to go defend him. And that's what he did. Like, yeah, absolutely. You got to put Giannis on him. Yep. There's no question, especially tonight. Oh, my God. Now, Kitch, but I'm curious, why do you think Milwaukee's a slam dunk to win this game? I think Milwaukee's wounded mentally. I, I, I think I think the Nets rest for game seven. Like, I just think I think it, it, you, you will see a short, short leash. If, if they get behind a little bit early on, I think Nash goes, you know what? We're going to win in our own house. He's going to yank him back. He's going to pull Harden back. Hopefully, he gets a couple of days rest out of that. I just, I think, I think they're just going to wait and and uh, and try to rest the guys up for that seventh game, as opposed to really give it all tonight and maybe not win and then be and be burned out for the seventh game. That's my that's my feel. Well, KD forty six and forty eight minutes respectively his last two games. Yeah, so yeah. he's probably a little tired. He's probably a little tired. Yeah, yeah but you know, what? I still understand that. If, like, are you really tired from playing for? Like, if your job was to work for forty eight minutes, <laughs> would you be exhausted two days later? What's my job? My job, my job was to run a marathon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's two there's, there's a difference. I was moving concrete. Yeah. I was moving concrete. I would you be tired. Listen, if I went for my job for 48 minutes <laughs> and then had a team of people to stretch me out, put me in a hot tub, an ice tub, you know, give me a perfect meal. Yeah. You know what? I'd be ready to go 48 hours later. I'll tell you that right now. A perfect meal. Yeah. Well, you're good. You're a good sample set. You're a good sample set of that. So we, Ever. Yes. I would, your massive, it's not your yeah. experience in that. In that you know what? Game. I would be. So not only could I coach the Bucks to victory tonight, but I could also play for the Bucks. I'd be ready to go. Right. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I'm fresh right now. I'm ready to go. Right. You, are you still growing those plants at your place? Little <laughs> six. <laughs> Uh, all right, Mike. Sorry, uh, producer Mike. You been you were trying to chime in there. We we uh... just a couple things there. No, no worries. Uh, just uh, so Charles Barkley is the only other player in NBA history with a 40, 15, and ten game. So that was pretty cool. Sir Charles and now Kevin Durant. He was uh, when Kevin Durant missed that one free throw to get fifty. I, I felt for him. I saw him on the bench yeah. and he's angry and they're like guaranteed the win. I love that level of competition. I love seeing that stuff. Other thing, last thing is uh, Coach Bud clearly isn't the guy that you want because this is the thing. I will challenge anyone to tell me that Giannis's IQ has gone up since Bud's tenure, tenure was there in terms of he's still doing the same things wrong. And Bud is just like, if anything, enabling those bad habits. Don't defend the best player. Don't, don't worry. Just go ahead and take the three. Take some fadeaways. Yeah, over threes. James Harden waving people off. You got to bang on that, dude. He's got one leg. I, I, for me, Coach Bud, it's been way overdue. I was calling for his head with my buddies two years ago. So I get him out of there you know, maybe maybe i'll bring uh producer mike as my assistant coach i like his i like what he's got fired up yeah he's fired up you get him yeah, fired mm-hmm. up. you guys are fired up today um all right listen let's uh let's move on to the last big news um uh, and you know what i i don't know where i sit on this because i guess i don't know all the oh. details but cp3 in the pro- yeah. in the protocol so what i did find out, at first i had read that he hadn't been vaccinated but he had been vaccinated fully vaccinated so in theory the moment he tests negative he's good to go oh so okay. i mean i don't know when that's going to be obviously but that could be 7 10 8 could be 14 days i guess uh, but I, I think that seems unlikely so i'm less uh i'm less frustrated with that whole process but my god this guy's got the worst luck ever oh does oh, he and they're game does away they're game away from going to the nba finals um against the uh the Warriors a couple of years ago, he pulls his hamstring, right? And he's out, right? He's, he's had a number of key injuries throughout his career. Like if they lose this series because he misses the first couple of games, 
I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't think then I think you can't. That guy's the black hat. You can't have him on your fucking team anymore. <laughs> he brings too much bad mojo. Yeah, yes, the black. They're hoping, like they're hoping that you talk and stretch that series to seven yeah. games, seven games, because then you got about what one, two, three, four. You got about like five or six days in there before the the next yeah. next one starts. And then I think then I think he'd be, he probably would be back for game one, for at least game two at that stage. But my goodness, now, but I got I would love to know the circumstances of how he got it. Like, did they go out and set like were they celebrating yeah. that? Uh, when yeah. in, in uh, who did it speak in Denver the other night? Like yeah. he's out there, bro, hugging everybody. At, like I just don't understand why uh, there's not just a higher level of of sensitivity. You saw after the game, he's going to stands. Gonna, I get it. He's like hugging his parents. And I, I get it, but it's like in in Canada, like like anyone who watching that in Canada is going, what are they doing? Right, but in the states, it's like yeah, pretty pretty normal actually. It's like it's like yeah. It's, yeah. we've been doing that for eighteen months. We, we just got announced. We got we got moved to phase one uh, two weeks ago, and we got we got told oh, last Jesus. night that we might be going back to phase zero again. Might be going back to full. No, in K in K who said that? Kitchen Waterloo, Waterloo. Yeah, in K Dubs. Yep. What yeah, happened? We got, we got seventy new cases and uh, uh, the Delta. Is it the Delta? Yeah, like I, I think, warned well, you about? I think, I think it is the Delta. Yeah, I warned you about the, the Delta. Setting, they figure it's it's actually I think thirty five of the people are homeless. <laughs> so. So yeah, there's a, there's rumors that we could be that backed out of full lockdown again in, a, in the next uh, next couple of weeks. <laughs> Ooh, that would not be good. That would not be good. No. Yeah, no, we can't <laughs> have you up here. The, yeah. We can't have you up here at the lake if that happens. <laughs> can't have you. Yeah, I gotta go kiss kiss back in the lips. She's always gives me a good big warm welcome <laughs> when I show up. So yeah, that sounds exactly like Becky. <laughs> uh, uh, do we have any further now? Let's let, let me ask you this question before we move on. If Paul's healthy. If Paul's healthy, are the Suns going to the finals? Yep, I think so. I think so for sure. They're, they're so rested too. Like, yeah. Well, and they looked. I mean, I know it was Denver, a depleted Denver team, uh, mm-hmm. but now it's Kawhi, depleted. Kawhi's out, right? Kawhi's out I, for the whole playoffs. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, they haven't, so. they haven't they haven't said that yet, but it sounds like yeah. oh, producer Mike says has something to say. He, he's probably going to end up getting some surgery. He's pretty much done for the year they said he'll be back hopefully for the start of next season so i i wouldn't Jeez. bet on him coming back this playoffs wow yeah he's got a he i think there's some sort of rip maybe not a tear ACL. but like, there's a small sort of issue yeah he's got those small yeah. tendons remember we had that we had that he, he's got he's got smaller tendons than uh, than the normal person that's why he's always had the injuries down in his knees according to, to dr alex dr alex told us that yeah, yeah. yeah that's right uh well and you know what but someone i read a good article the other day saying uh the guy does take more mid-range jump shots than anybody and you know it's wear and tear it's up and down right like yeah. it's just he is uh he puts a pounding on those on those knees but yeah so i think with with although the clippers might get out of this with utah but i just don't think they beat um uh, Phoenix, and I don't think fuck with Utah. You just don't know what to expect. I guess if, if Mitchell was 100 percent healthy, I'd maybe think a little bit differently. But yeah, I think Phoenix. Yeah. I think Phoenix is going to the finals. Yeah, it'd be a great Phoenix Atlanta finals. That'll be that'll be. Oh my, <laughs> oh my, oh my Imagine what, picking that at the start of the year. Oh that would have paid. That would have paid. It both sure. had three wins. Right? Now. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If for some reason Milwaukee were to win this series, okay, come back and win it. I'm not, and Atlanta wins. I'm not convinced that Milwaukee beat Atlanta by any stretch, but I think the I Nets would beat Atlanta for sure. I don't trust, I don't trust Milwaukee. I don't trust them. No, no, no way. No, no, I really don't. Um, all right, listen, that's it for uh, the recap. So we're, we're right in the backyard gambling. Now I know that 
but producer Mike's going to get this thing out today, but we're going to talk a little U S open, which was delayed. So like, there's like 40 guys on the course right now. So, and for anybody who does wager out there, if you're not, in, if you don't enjoy or use the power of in-game betting, you're not, you're not betting properly. Right. That's where that's what all the fun is. You're, you're saving a lot of money though. You're saving a lot. Of money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no advantage to in-game betting. It's just more fun. Action. <laughs> action. Always <laughs> oh, good action. Uh, all right. So Kitch, why don't you I know you love the golf wagering. Uh, so, so, so my my, my picks I really like. I really like uh Matthew Wolf and Tyrell Hatton. I really like those two guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kitch, whoever, whoever has a lead never wins. Come on, Kitch. It's true. Those two are leading right now after four holes. Uh, no, I, I so I, I gave my last week. I said Connors and uh, and Hovland. Hov, Hovland's minus one through four. So, yeah, he's 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 hanging around there. So, is yeah, that all my, you did? did? Don't you have any other bets for it? You didn't do any other fun bets. I didn't do any fun. fun you know, I I am so sick. Connors, I'm so sick of betting golf on Thursday and never ever winning. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting till the weekend. Wait till the weekend. Kitch, Kitch, your uh, Connors is plus two after two. <laughs> Goddamn Canadian. He's Deno. Oh yeah, Deno. Uh, he's, he's our Connors all the way through, and now it's my Connors. Come on, Deno, you're a Connors guy too. Okay. What, is, what did you him. say about Connors? He's what? He's plus I, two after two holes. I, yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I better come top twenty. So he might, so, be, he so might Bart, be plus eighteen today. Bart, I did put some money on McElroy just because he's so successful at this course. Did but you? everyone says okay. everyone says online, don't factor that into your betting strategy. I factor that in my betting strategy. <laughs> Well, listen, going against the grain, that's actually a smart exactly. one. When everyone says don't do something when it comes to betting, you go the other way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so Johnny made me bet uh, $5 on Matt Kuchar to win last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So my $5 will pay will pay 1000 so I didn't Johnny's, do that. Johnny's but right now, my cash out, crush, yeah. cash out, yeah, totally. But my cash out right now is uh, a buck, a buck one. <laughs> One dollar, one penny is what I can cash out for right now. He's minus one. He's minus one through three. He's, he's all right. Well, I'm just telling you, you know what? They don't like. Obviously, it doesn't play. I, I cannot cash out for more, so I will not. Uh, but now, my favorite one of the week. This, you know what? I'm going to put this up on my lock for Abby this week. Stewart Sink parlayed with Tommy Fleetwood to miss the cut, five to one. It's a lock. Stewart Sink is done. Uh, that's just definitely not happening. Um, and Sink. Fleetwood, I'm done with Sink. Fleetwood. Sink to be leading after one round, Kitch. Is that what we're going to bet right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah get on it. Actually, probably Fleetwood's probably going to pretend. I'll go Fleetwood. Fleetwood. <laughs> or Fleetwood. Either one. Hedge, go with both boys. Uh, I had Corey Connors to come top 20. Uh, and then, I, Johnny doesn't know this, but uh, dead. I could be. Well, he's supposed to, he only hits the ball straight, I was told. Yeah. He never misses a fairway, I was told. Um, but then, Johnny won't like this, but I also did a three-gamer uh, to miss the cut. Sergio. Harris English and Kucher to miss the cut. So I've had Joe on Kucher, so I'm good there. It's 12 to 1. 12 to 1. I'm good there. Harris English, he was on uh, last week. Got a hot guy coming in. And then we I may have made a small wager on Patrick Cantley to win the whole thing. <laughs> That'll be like to one. Yeah, I got I, I got McElroy and Connors. That's it. But I will be betting Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, maybe uh, Sunday. Maybe Sunday at noon. Yeah. Actually, oh, it's Father's Day. Like, it's be like a, well, it's a ten p.m. end. Like you can bet three o'clock in the oh, thing. You know what? It's awesome. It's a great mm. Father's Day, actually. That thing going on a West Coast oh, on Father's Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my suit goes soon. The kids out saying in the car. What do you want to do for Father's Day? I go. I want to golf with my friends in the morning. I don't watch golf in the afternoon. Well, that's not much for us. I go. 
it's not your day. It's my day. So my day is, well, what are we going to do for dinner? I'm going to eat on my lap, maybe a hamburger on my lap, watching golf. That, that's, that's a great Father's Day for me. They couldn't get their head around it. Like they're all upset. They're all upset at me now because I'm planning my own Father's Day. <laughs> you know what? Uh, my kids were the exact opposite. They were not upset at all when I said, you know, the best gift I could have on Father's Day is if none of you were here. <laughs> <laughs> like ever or just that day? No, just that day. Just that day. Okay. They're like, okay, they so. all, like, they, they kind of, even Andy took it in stride. like, nah, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Sad but true. Right? Yeah, Sad but well, true. Andy's probably sick of you too. She's like, perfect. This is great. Well, quarantine, a lot of time in quarantine together. What are you talking about? She shouldn't be. I've tired of play ping pong so far. She can actually hit a golf ball all of a sudden. You know, a lot of quarantines work. I told him she's gonna be an awesome athlete in uh, 10 more days. She's out of quarantine, she's gonna be an awesome athlete. 10 more days, <laughs> yeah. more days. That's it. The world's your oyster. I'm not sure. She has uh, all right, listen, are we gonna quickly? Should we quickly? What are, What's Phoenix right now to win the? I'm gonna put so some. I, I got so I got some back, I got some backyard gambling stuff besides golf. Oh, okay. All right, so I so my I was gonna inform you on. Well, let's start with basketball. So, what should we not be putting my like I think right now, Utah. Philly, Milwaukee to win the series. Are we gonna are we gonna get mm. two of those three right? Yeah, we get probably. one of those we get one of those three right, we probably don't lose much money. Get two or three right, we make decent money. Well, have you looked into it? Do you know what it is? I'm not parlaying them. I'm just doing one at a time. I know you like to parlay. Kitch, I, my I, advice, uh, catch, my, catch my advice is whatever we think, just do the exact opposite. Like whatever we think is gonna happen, <laughs> right, well, do the opposite. All right. This is fair enough, but to, to let's catch it's not as good as you think it is. Look at it. Philly to win the series plus 140. That's it. Jazz to win the series plus 140. And then Milwaukee to win the series plus 180. You have to parlay that shit. Now, if you do parlay what you, it. What if, so what if we go the then what if we go the other way? What if we do two 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 team parlays the other way? That's a, that makes more sense than I think. Okay. Well, if you parlay the three underdogs right now, it'd be 15 to 1. Okay. Now, if you went uh the Hawks. And Clippers to win, you get that at plus one sixty four. But if you throw the if you throw the Nets in there, you get it. Oh, so you only get three to one. If you put all three of those to win, Bucks they got one more game each. Yeah, I did. It's yeah. three to one. Oh, oh, then I see. Then put the Bucks in there. Oh, well, that gets you six to one. So that's not horrible. So you went Hawks, Clippers, Bucks, six to one. It's not horrible for all of them with a one it, game lead. But I I do it too. What do you well, do? Not the Just Bucks. Two, the Bucks don't have a shot. Two two team uh, two team parlay. Well, that's what I said. So if you did Hawks and Clippers, it's plus 164. Hmm. If you do Hawks, uh, I trust and the Hawks. Nets, it's plus 136, which, no, I don't trust the Hawks. You know what? I don't trust anybody. I, uh, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I trust the Hawks because they have a better coach. Nate McMillan coaches. He is a good yeah. coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You know what? I am, I'm actually going to do a coach's parlay here. I'm going to, I'm going to go. Coach I'm going to go on the better part. coach. I'm going to go on the better coach in each series, which I now believe is uh, Nate, mm. Ty Lue, and mm. but yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> 284 to one plus 284. There you go. Lock it in. The better coach parlay. And the other, betting, you guys. the other betting angle that I a trip, I tipped Bart off this week is so I, and I, and I found this in the world cup. This is soccer, Euro soccer ties. Here we go. First half ties. So oh, I, bet I knew it. I knew the, it. The first, I went eight and zero for the first eight games in Euro soccer on first half ties. There was seven zero zeros and there was one one one. I'm like, wow, eight and zero. And then, so since then, I've probably gone five hundred since I I decided to bet 
a certain amount for the first eight games, and then I decided to press it up on game nine, and I've given all pred profits back because I've because I because oh, really? you, you, you didn't actually crack track. the code because you didn't actually crack the code well, after eight after eight games. I thought I was like I thought this is it. I, I beat the system. <laughs> Pressed it up three times the bets, and uh, yeah, pretty much. I think it might be down. I think I might be. I might be now eight. Nine, ten, probably eleven and four, and I'm probably down money. No. So yeah, uh, but it was a great eight game run. It was a great eight game run there for sure. I'd just like to make it official. I've made I've made the better coaches bet parlay. It's <laughs> now official. It's in, the, it's in the books. The better coaches parlay. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else, Kitch, that you want to share? In back no, but I think the first ball? half ties in Euro soccer in the in the later stages will be good. Like I think when you got you got the good teams playing against the good teams. Get back on the ties first half. That's my tip. Okay. All right. Well, we'll look for that. Well, yeah. You know what? You can track that every week. We'll we'll talk about that every week. See how you do. I have a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet. Up. <laughs> oh, do you? oh, that's that's weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are we? Uh, what drives? Yep. What drives you fucking crazy? Dino. I said I wouldn't do it. I said I wouldn't do this. Bert, I'm going there again. I'm going there again. It's not the rental. Oh. It's it's the Bron James. LBJ. Comes out, comes oh, out yesterday. Comes out yesterday. I told you there'd be yeah. more injuries and no one listened to me. <laughs> Big yeah, article throwing the yeah. NBA on the bus and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just going. Why is it always like me? Like, listen to me. Like, yeah. you're the ambassador. Like you're the commissioner. All that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're the Deno, how about how about the part where he said, "If anyone knows anything about the human body, it's me." Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it's right. Me. Like, it's oh. right. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. If anybody knows the body and what you go through, it's me. It's, it's, it's not anyone else. No. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. Catch. Read the article. Read the article. You will throw up, and you'll go. How do people like love this guy? Like, I he's, he's a great player, but his off court stuff, like, just don't talk. Like, don't talk. That see, drives me crazy. Is, but this goes back to the whole issue of these guys have so much money at such a young age, they don't have to worry about the brand as much. You know what I mean? Like Jordan and those guys. They didn't make enough money, so they were always about the brand. They were always figuring out, like, how do I present myself here? And again, I don't think in a fake way, but you know, in a sort of like, you wouldn't get away with this shit uh, if he was making five hundred grand a year because it would just be, uh, I got other things to think about, and I wouldn't be saying yeah. shit like that because that's a that's a narcissistic thing to say. So that's Jordan not played, great for advertisers. Yeah, when Jordan played, like the NBA, the NBA was your boss. Like that was your boss. You know, yeah. if, you, if you if you criticize NBA, you criticize your boss. These guys don't care. They think they're bigger than the NBA. They yeah. think they're oh, bigger, sure. bigger than the than the. Than well, the they boss. don't have to worry about it, right? Because when you make forty million a year, you don't like you've got money for the rest of your life. You don't like that. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you know that's so. Yeah. yeah, but then I'm with you. That was a good. That I read that too. Oh, oh my god. Uh, Kitch, do you have one this week? I'm sure you yeah. do. Yeah, this come up a while back, but I'm I'm, I'm bringing it up again because it was something from from a recent past or a long, a long past now due to COVID. So I was back on the highways again last night in oh Ontario. Dri oh, driving the we have similar we have similar uh, driving the 401. Like the 401 is the major highway that goes through goes through Ontario. If you are not driving, yeah, actually, it goes through Canada. And this goes again. If you're not driving 120 kilometers an hour, get your ass out of the first lane. Like it is, it is hazardous. These people who drive 110 in the first lane, refusing to ever pull over, 
you're more of a hazard than somebody driving 160, 170. You are people are slamming the brakes. People are trying to weave in and out. And and, the, and there's a lot of trucks on the road. I get it. But at 110, you're not going any faster than the trucks. Get in the second lane where the trucks are. You you'll just go along with them. Don't feel the need to be in the first lane and create people to break and 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 swerve like it. It is. It is shocking the number of people who don't know how to drive now on the major highways. I think it's 10 times worse than it's ever been. That's driving me crazy. If there's anybody who knows about driving in the fast lane, it's Chris Kitchen. <laughs> it's me. It's me, Chris Life, Kitchen. Life in the fast lane. in the fast lane. <laughs> Listen, Kitch, I'm going to tie right into that because, uh, as you know, uh, we made the – because of the uh, rules about – I'm in Canada, in case anyone's wondering. Um, I didn't know that. Because of the rules. But in the rules to get here, uh, we can't fly in. So we had to do the uh, the family caravan from Hilton Head um, to get to – two hours? You can, you can drive through the border. So, well, listen, it's it, on a straight shot, it's just under 18 hours on a straight if you're doing a straight shot. Uh, and not, and, and it all went according to Google, uh, maps, then it would be just under 18 hours, but we decided that we would do the, let's leave on the Saturday morning. First mistake leaving Saturday morning. Uh, but we'll go to Pittsburgh, which is about 10 and a half hours. We'll overnight. Uh, and then we will get up the next day, get here, you know, all that sort of, and be here by sort of Sunday dinner. So we did leave Saturday morning at nine 30, a, a short 15 hours later, we got to Pittsburgh. So we, we roll into the Pittsburgh hotel like twenty to one. We were supposed to. Yeah. We had we had a dinner reservation for eight. <laughs> but let me tell you why we were so fucking late. Uh, and it is two things: the American highway system is a complete disaster when you compare it to the the four ones. Lovely compared to the to the. You cannot have a four way stop and call it a highway. That's just, I shouldn't, if I'm on a highway and at some stage I'm in a four-way stop, guess what? That's not a highway system. That's just a road system. That's just a road system. You can't go 120 and then, and then stop. <laughs> if I'm behind a horse at any stage, I am not on a highway. All right. I, I just couldn't get over the number of times you're in these shitty little back roads that they're, you know, they're calling highway, whatever, you know, occasionally you'd get into three lanes. You'd never see a four lane highway anywhere. Same problem there, by the way. No one, they don't understand the whole what lane, how fast you're supposed to be going. No one gets over. But the worst part are these fucking people who are driving at a certain speed right next to an, you know, a monster 900 wheel truck. And they stay right next to that truck the entire time. You're like, get fucking past that thing. Nobody wants to drive next to a truck. Past that thing that, that could end your life instantly. Yeah. I never want to be parallel to that thing for more than. Half a second. Oh, and meanwhile, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you're behind. You're like, now I'm stuck because I'm now at the back of the truck, right? This person's at the front of the truck. I'm at the back of the truck. I can't get through. They won't. Pay. It's like the American highway system is what drives me crazy this week. Uh, but it was, it was, well, you know what? That, and I'll tell you what, that and the residence in that we stayed at, what a fucking mess that Becky booked it. It's a shitty airport hotel. Uh, we weren't supposed to be there. I had screwed up because the hotel we were supposed to book, uh, <laughs> I, I had booked for the week before didn't realize oh, that no. so we're scrambling we're scrambling and we get this right i mean we had two rooms the one room was clearly uh a distinct was, smell of urine and smoke that's what johnny I and was, i slept in how is becky getting blamed for this when you booked the well, wrong she, date 
Well, because she had to book on the fly. She had to book oh, in the car. Yeah. Oh, so it's her fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, her fault. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Read the stars review. There's no one. There's no one. No one ever gave that residence in a one star review. There's no chance it does <laughs> no, one star. Is Pittsburgh like? Did you come through Detroit or did you come through Buffalo? Can't do Buffalo. Isn't Pittsburgh out of the way? Well, I mean, as in directly in the path to Buffalo? No, huh. it's not out of the way. <laughs> right. It's right there. Right. You, you, <laughs> oh, yeah. you want, Bert? Oh, you want that hotel? You want that hotel, didn't you, Bert? <laughs> yeah. Kids, okay, is that what you think we did? We we put we plugged in the wrong coordinates in Google Maps. And we I think the wrong you did. Way. I did. I did not. <laughs> Pittsburgh seems out of the way. Pittsburgh is not. Have a look, boys. You know what? Oh my God, you ignorant Canadians! Have a look <laughs> at a global map every once in a while. Goodness gracious! It's right on the way. Go right by it. <laughs> oh, right by. I don't know my way around yeah. America. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. All right, listen. Uh, let's get out of here. AOB. I've got, got a good one. one. I got a good one. Ooh. I think I have a good one too. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the epic appearance of Bo Burrows, the uh, Detroit Tigers pitcher last last week. So Burrows, he gets he's he gets he gets his one chance this year. He finally gets to pitch in front of fans in the majors. He gets called to play. He's he's pitching. He's doing okay. And the sixth inning, he just starts barfing on the mound. Like he can't, what? he can't keep it in. So he steps off the mound and he's, and he's, and he's barfing, barfing all over the place. So the, 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 whatever, the coach comes out and says, yeah, all right. I'm all right. All right. Cause he wants to play. This is his chance. And he, he continues to barf. So they take him out. They pull him out of the game. He didn't have a horrible game. They send him down to the minors right, right after the game. So he's one appearance in the major leagues, pitches. Okay. Barfs on the mound. and gets punted back to the minors. Bo Burrows, Tigers. Check wow. it out. Well, like, you know what? It's funny. I just plugged it in, and it's amazing the number of YouTube videos are our pitchers puking on the mound. There's like seven yeah. that just came up. He he was the first one, but wow! Oh, well, there you go. I didn't see that. Okay, it was good. Bert, Bert that be well, you uh, coaching, Bert. If you're coaching the Bucks, that be you in the sideline throwing up. I would literally. I'd be. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this is the show. I'm nervous. Don't puke. I'm don't ner- pukes, don't Dave, pukes I'm nervous. The show. What are you, Tom Hanks? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Nobody cries in baseball. <laughs> yeah, that is, wow, I, I can't believe I missed that. I, with all of the listen in quarantine, that's all I do is I'm on the internet. Yeah, that was okay. a good one. That was a good, it was I'll a good pro, Bobby it was projectile, too. Like, it, it wasn't just a bar, like it, it was flowing out. Like, it was a projectile oh, barb. It was a good one. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna look it up. I'll get Abby to put that on Instagram. We'll get that one. We'll get that <laughs> yeah, clip on Instagram. That's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah, it's, I'm surprised. Bobby usually gives me the updates every morning, too. Um, meanwhile, so it's so funny. Bobby uh, today did it again, but he'll wake up at he rolls out of bed at 10 30 or 11. He's like, Dad. Big news. And then it'll be like the news I read five hours ago because that's when I got up. I'm like, yeah, Bobby, I know. It's like today that you won't believe it. Nadal pulled out of Wimbledon. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I was watching it live this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the press conference. Uh, Okay, quickly for me. Um, Shelby Houlihan. Heard of Shelby? No. The uh, U.S. Uh, she represented the U.S. in the Olympics of the 15. She holds the records for the 1500 meters and uh, 500 meters uh, for the U.S. Competed in the last Olympics, but will not be uh, attending this year's Olympics because she just tested positive for the same steroid that Ben Johnson took uh, back in 88. So Nadrandrolon or whatever it was. Uh, and she is now blaming the pork burrito that she ate because apparently pork that's some sort of like who comes up with this shit is that gonna really gonna be your excuse that you think anyone's gonna believe like no other professional athletes ever had pork her pork burrito i think a lot of uh, people she ate well, i think a lot of people might believe it 
in the US. Yeah. Uh, her pork beer that she apparently she ate eight hours before her test uh, is the reason for her positive test, and therefore she uh, she's she's going to fight all the way to the Supreme Court. She said, "Good uh, luck should, good for her." Bart, when I go over to Barbarito, you should see me run home. I fly when I run home. <laughs> Yeah, probably uh, straight to the bathroom. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, yes, yeah, I, do. I get yes. it. Yeah. All right, listen, that's all I got. That's all I got. So I that was in yeah. Shelby. Good luck, Shelby. What's your last name again? Uh, Hulahan. It's a great, great handle. Like, uh, like hooligan. Like Hulahan. Yeah, well, it's like from, from oh no, Hulahan from uh, Lips. Lips Hulahan from uh, MASH. Remember? Oh, yeah. She was Hulahan. Yeah, I, like, I like that. Say. It's a good handle she's got, at least. <laughs> you know what? That uh, and I agree. Hulahan is a good, but I like, uh, we have a friend. Her maiden name was, I told her never to change her maiden name. It was Axelrod. Like that is an awesome name. You never change name. your last name's Axel. The wrestling Rod, you name. don't change it. You don't go to yeah. McGuire. I'll tell you what. You don't go to McGuire. You don't change it. Go to Max Rod to McGuire. You don't do that. <laughs> so my my only uh, um, my only AOB. Have you guys seen the video of the Phoenix fan fighting the Denver fan in Game Three in Denver? Oh, it went viral. Jesus. Oh my oh, God! It is no. so. It, it's Game Three in Denver, and they got a great video. These Denver fans are are pissing off this guy. This guy's got a Steve Nash jersey on. He gets sucker punched. He goes and lays a beating on this guy. And then he goes Phoenix and four. Phoenix and four. Right. This is, this is during game three. Really? So, anyways, the, the video goes viral. After the Phoenix sweeps, Booker has now reached out on Instagram. Booker, I love Booker on Instagram saying, I need to talk to this guy. Booker saw the video. He goes, I gotta talk to this guy. So, so it's, it is awesome. This guy puts the boots to these Denver fans. And it was in Denver. He's wearing a Steve Nash jersey. How's there not? How's that guy? How's there not a pile wow. on that? Like, oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, probably the lower There was a huge amount. There was a huge amount of Phoenix fans there. Uh, Chris Paulson, yeah. I've never played for a team with a fan yeah. base that travels like this. Oh, afterwards, guys, afterwards, when they um, when they won game four, like it, there had to be like, what, what do you guys think? Four or 5,000 fans? Afterwards, all came down chanting oh, Paul's least. name and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, it was at least. Oh, yeah. It was full. It was crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, you know watch that video. Of, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm doing it right now, but I've gotten to a stage <laughs> yeah. in my life where I don't, I actually don't enjoy watching these sort of sucker puncher. I, I just, it's, oh, no. Make this me is cringe. good. I, I watch them every time. Oh, I watch them every time. Oh, because one of the days is one's coming for you, I think, part. I've been to many story pets. You're going to get sucker punched. Oh, no, no, days. No. You know what? Like, I would throw you in front of me before that ever happened. <laughs> I would not okay, have to worry about that. That's good. That's good. I, I would never have to worry about that. Like, hey, catch, how about, how about, uh, how about, as another ALB, how about Le'Veon Bell coming out oh and, and says he he would rather retire than play for Andy Reid ever again? What like, there's a guy, him? Well, guess what he's about to do? He's, he's about to retire. <laughs> there's a guy that's a train wreck. Retire. <laughs> oh, I yeah. got one more. Got yeah, one more OB for him too. I got another oh, another Jesus. sad but but shocking AOB. So I'm golfing on Tuesday with a good buddy of mine, Daniel knows him to a guy. Guy's name is Potion. Potion. He's uh, yep. East East Indian. Great guy. He's my he's our pharmacist. Yeah, P.O. Yeah, it's great for a pharmacist. Eh? His name's okay. P.O.S.H.I.N. So he's given us all the vaccines. We've all got the vaccines from him. He's been great for helping us all out. And and uh, so he goes, yeah, catch. I'm going in to Tim Hortons with coffee place in town. I'm going to Tim Hortons the other day and it's I got a seven o'clock tea time. So I pull in, I go to the I go to the exit, the exit door and uh, it says, oh, it's the exit door. I go around there. So I go around the entrance. I go in the entrance. The girl behind the counter goes, no, 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 no. You come in the exit door. So he goes, all right. So he goes, COVID, I don't know. So he goes back to the exit door. He walks in and the, and the girl looks at him and goes, okay, what's your Uber number? 
he's going in oh. to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> he goes, I don't work for Uber. I just come for a cup of coffee. Oh, my God. So the next day, he goes into Starbucks, gets in line. The lady in line looks up and goes, oh, Uber Uber pickups down at the end there. You go right down at the oh end. He goes, God. I'm just getting a coffee. He goes, why does everybody think we're just oh. Uber drivers now? Jesus. <laughs> I that told him, if you're, any, if you're vengeful so- at all. If you're a venture at all, you can have coffee for life, Paul. He goes, I don't, I don't oh, care. Oh, yeah, you could. Know, but that's so crazy. Considering everything that's going on in London, Ontario these days, like, it's so <laughs> crazy. That, what, what's wrong with people? No, I'm not you sure. It's like true. asking someone. That's a hype. That's like asking a woman. Uh, asking a woman who's got, you know, who, who may be a little overweight, you know, what are you, what are you expecting? What are you expecting? Yeah. yeah. yeah what do you do? Yeah. Like, what, the, like, what would ever yeah. possess you? I know. I've like, only done that twice. Think. I've only done that twice. <laughs> oh, I did that once, Bert. Twice? I did that once. I never. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's. So, so, we're, so now the big thing is he, he's now the Uber driver. Hey, old poke, I got a golf today. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> so, so now it's become the part of his joke, too. Not only is he getting ostracized in the store, now we're piling on, too. <laughs> Bart, right, Bart maybe, Maya. Maybe a few edits coming. Bart, yeah, we'll probably edit this out. But Bart, yeah, when, I was tw- when I was 25, working in an insurance company, hop on the elevator. I'm on the 17th floor. See a woman I haven't seen in a while. And uh, she said, hey, Deno, how you doing? Good. I go, oh, congratulations. <laughs> she put on, put on a few pounds. She goes, Deno, I'm not pregnant. And there's like 15 people in the elevator. So anyways, fast forward every day in my life when someone looks like nine months pregnant, I'll say, hey, what's new with you? They'll say, well, Deno, yeah. like, do you know if I'm pregnant? Nope, no, 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 I agree. Nope, hey, on that nope. one, that one is a you do that once, trust me, you never ask a woman again. When never, you, yeah, never, unless you know, never. yeah, like they could be holding the baby in the delivery room, oh, like, oh, is that yes? Yeah. I didn't you know you're you leading, you got leading, no idea, like, never, I had no idea. Leading questions, nope, I'm, like, I'm not falling for it. Have you had many Big Macs lately? Like, you can sort of lead into it, but not quite ask. Like, you nope. eating a lot of Big Macs or a lot of deep fried food, you had a lot of deep fried food lately, yeah. or okay, all right, thanks, Judge. <laughs> and on that note, Kawhi, take it away. Take it away. But, yeah, bad knee, Kawhi, take it away. <laughs> Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. 